What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Mind Over Macros podcast. As always, I am your host, Mike Milner. Today's episode, I am going to share with you some basic principles, nutritional principles to live by. You can call these my top five nutritional rules, although I don't really like the word rules, more like, I don't know, pillars or frameworks or bumpers, whatever you want to call them. These are, let's just say they're they're nutritional principles that help reduce the cognitive load of decision-making. I feel like the more we can simplify things for ourselves, the better off we'll be. And any sort of like cognitive shortcut that we can take, I feel like that's probably worth pursuing. I'm going to give you my top five. It's going to sound very basic, but I promise you, if you live by these principles, you will be more successful. It's just facts. There's data to back it up. We've got all the research you need. We've been studying behavior change for a long time. This is not a new subject. It's not a new topic. It's just a matter of understanding how it works and putting it into practice and being prepared to fail many, many times over. And that's okay. Failure is inevitable. We expect it. We accept it. It's okay. It's just the other side of the coin. We need failure to be successful. So I'm going to drop my top five nutritional rules or principles or whatever you want to call them. And what I want you to do is let me know if you live by any of these rules or if you're going to start living by any of these rules. I would love to hear some feedback. If you want to just shoot me a DM on Instagram, that's the best way to connect. I respond to all of my messages, by the way. So you don't have to worry about bothering me. I love getting feedback. I love getting messages. I love chatting with you guys. So do me a favor, send me a message on Instagram. It's at coach underscore Mike underscore Milner. You can also share this episode to your stories. This is how you know that I don't edit anything because when I can't even pronounce a word, you hear it live and uncut. Anyway, if you enjoyed the episode, take a screenshot, post it to your stories and tag me at the same handle that I just gave you at coach underscore Mike underscore Milner. And the best thing that you can do for the growth of this show is by leaving a five-star rating and review on iTunes. It is greatly appreciated and super helpful if you can do that. So now I will stop this long-winded intro and I will allow you to enjoy the episode. All right. What's up, everybody who is tuning in on the podcast? It's another Monday night training. We've got a double dip tonight. Although this is why if you're listening on the podcast and you are not in the Facebook group, you are missing out because tonight at seven o'clock Eastern, I'm announcing some massive prize giveaways, a year of free coaching, six months of free coaching. So our grand prize is one year of free coaching. Our second place prize is six months of free coaching. And we may have thrown in a hidden third place prize for free training for life, meaning you never have to pay for another training program again. And if you're just listening on the podcast, you may have missed out on the opportunity to apply for this epic giveaway that we did specifically for Valentine's Day because we like to give back to the community that supports us. 
Like we are an incredible community. I don't know if you know this or not, but you're a, you're a huge part of this. Without you, there is no pop. And I like to acknowledge that by giving back and doing things like this. Now, as I mentioned in one of my emails, it's also fun for me to help uh, others see the truth in themselves. Like you say you want all these things, and then we give you the opportunity to get these things that you say you want, and then it's time to put up or shut up. And it's, it's like this beautiful truth mirror. And I like being that person. I actually feel like it was, I was put on this earth to call people on their bullshit. I don't know why I just, I love it when people call me on my bullshit. I think that's like one of the finest qualities in a friend or a partner. And so I do that for other people. I expect people to do it for me. I, I love that. It's like such the gift of self-awareness is the greatest gift. And I feel like that's what I'm here for. So my point to saying all of this is if you're not in the Facebook group, it's called the personality diet neurotype training. If you're not in the group, you're missing out. So what you would, you should do if you're listening to the podcast right now is hit pause, open up the Facebook app, go to the search function at the top or wherever it is, type in the personality diet and neurotype training and join the group. It's totally free. And you have opportunities for some cool shit like free coaching and free training. So we'll be announcing that winner in a couple hours. So what I want to talk about on the podcast today is my top five nutritional rules to live by. I don't really like the word rules. I can't think of a better way to describe it. Nutritional principles, pillars, frameworks, uh, bumpers. I kind of like bumpers. You know, it's like bowling is, uh, you know, you ever like go bowling, you have the bumpers and it's like, you got to keep yourself focused. You need to stay in the lane, right? You need to bowl the ball. down the lane. And when you have bumpers, it helps you stay in your lane. We don't need gutter balls over here. Now, if I was playing real bowling, I wouldn't want bumpers because it's kind of cheating. Got to even for kids, right? Like why are we setting them up to be able to suck and then pretend like they're good? Like you that's it's part of life. Part of life is really realizing that, oh, you know what? I'm actually not good at this thing. But guess what? I can keep practicing and get better. So sometimes we just need to pull the bumpers away for things like bowling. I'm using bumpers in the context of nutrition, where we might need that, that uh, little extra help to stay in our lane. And so maybe that's the word that we use. But what they do, what these principles do is they help us to make quicker decisions. It's basically like a, a cognitive shortcut. We have a lot of stuff swirling around in our mind all the time, especially with food. It's a complicated topic. We make it complicated because there's a lot involved with food. There's, there's the emotional side of food. There's the social side of food. There's the energy side of food. There's the performance side of food, recovery side, stress side. There's all these different aspects of food. So it's not that easy. So that's why I think having these like quick shortcuts to make decisions these pillars to live by, these, these rules, for lack of a better word. I'm just going to keep saying rules. These are the rules to live by. By the way, it's okay. When you have rules, you can break the rules. I am, I've never been a rule follower in my life. That was something that was just in my DNA from day one, from the day that I was born. 
My parents can attest to this. I was never a rule follower. I feel bad for all of my teachers in the past. I feel bad for my parents too. <laughs> I feel bad for people like authority figures that had to deal with my nonsense. But I always question like, why? Why am I being told to do it this way? Why, why is this a rule? It doesn't make sense. I need the logic. I need the reasoning. And I don't just blindly listen to whatever the answer is. The worst, and, and you guys are used to my tangents by now, so this shouldn't be surprising. But the worst is because I said so. No, I know if you're a parent, you probably drop that line all the time. <laughs> Your kid's like, why do I have to do this? And as the parent, you're like, because I said so. Yeah, well, that's valid. But I also like to really know the, the actual reason. If I'm going to f- follow something, I, I need to know the reason behind it. I don't know. It's always been part of my, my makeup, my DNA. Um, it's not the best quality, but it is what it is. So these nutritional rules give us a little bit of a, a framework, a little bit of a, a shortcut to help us make better decisions. And even as a non-rule follower like myself, um, I love these because I need them for myself too. They're going to sound so simple and you're going to be like, yeah, obviously, like, duh, Mike, <laughs> but it's okay because if it's that simple, then just do it. If you feel like it's that simple, then just do it. Show me that it's that simple. Because I can tell you that for me, somebody, I've been doing this for a long time. I feel like I have a really solid grasp on my nutritional needs and how to stay relatively lean year round without straying very much. If I need to get really dialed in, I can do that. And if I need to be really flexible, I can do that too. Um, but I still have a hard time with, with some of these rules. and. It helps me to make quick decisions when I need to. So I'm going to give you my top five. I would love to hear your feedback, but I'm going to give you my top five nutritional rules to live by that will make decision-making so much easier for you. So the first thing should come as no surprise. The number one first rule, eat protein with each meal. Very simple, protein with each meal. Now, for those of you who are like, well, What about when I'm insert random situation? Yes. Even when you are in that random situation, try to eat protein with every meal. Are you going to bat a thousand? Probably not. I don't bat a thousand, but that's an easy rule when I'm like, ah, what do I eat? Regardless of, you know, if I'm traveling, wherever I am, I have this rule in the back of my mind. It's this cognitive shortcut where I know, all right. I'm going to grab protein. That's like my main priority. The rest of the stuff is kind of irrelevant. I know that I need protein with each meal. So that's what I do. I make sure that it happens. If I need a snack, I'm going to try to have some protein in there. Now, that doesn't always work. Sometimes if I'm grabbing a snack, it's going to be like a piece of fruit or something. There's no protein in there, but it's okay. More often than not, I have protein with every meal, which is a great way a great rule to live by because it's going to help you with satiety. It's going to help you with body composition. It's going to help you with overall health, brain health, your hair and nails, your cellular health, all these things. Um, It's just one of the, like from an overall, like take a step back and look at your new nutrition, big picture view. It's really important. Okay. That's as easy as we can say it. So, If I just, rather than having to track everything, 
Some people don't like to track. That's cool. Uh, if you just play by this rule, protein with every meal, you're going to be much better off than most people. So that's the first rule. Second rule that I live by nutritionally. And by the way, another caveat to this is that I'm not going to talk about rules outside. Like this is specific to nutrition. So moving your body and, and like going for a walk and managing stress and getting quality sleep, like all of these things are super important to achieving your goals. I'm not talking about like health principles. I'm talking about nutrition. So number two, second rule is at least two servings of veggies every day. Now I would say veggies with every meal, but I find that that is a little bit unrealistic. I think that protein with each meal is way more doable, also more important than uh, veggies with each meal. And why I say it's more important because from like a muscle building standpoint, from um, uh, you know just optimizing muscle protein synthesis and maintaining your your lean tissue, having protein with each meal is really important. With veggies, you can get in enough of your like vitamin and mineral um, micronutrient needs without having veggies at every meal. So I can have like a big nutrient dense salad with different colorful veggies and really do, uh, you know, get in a, a large quantity of, of vitamins, minerals, you know, phytonutrients, micronutrients. Um, so I can accomplish that. And, and that's why I say at least two servings of veggies every single day. That also accounts for like real life situations. Like maybe you're on vacation and you're not getting in as many veggies, but if you're like, it's okay. Remember cognitive shortcut. I'm going to get in two servings of veggies every single day. It's pretty easy. Um, so that would be a simple rule. And, and, and this is also why the, the two servings of veggies per day. This is also why I talk frequently about greens, uh, the greens drink from Organifi because that's my insurance policy. Because I know that this is a nutritional rule that I live by. And practically, sometimes I'm just not going to get in my two servings. And so I have my insurance policy where no matter what, I feel really good about the fact that I can just drink my Organifi Greens drink and be covered. Like That's my insurance policy, which is why I recommend it. Um, you should already know this, but we do have a 20% off discount with Organifi for all of their products, not just their greens juice, which is the best tasting and the best quality ingredients. I've tried a number of other greens. I didn't like them. I didn't like the taste. Um, Organifi greens juice is actually really good and the ingredients are top-notch. So um, you can go to Organifi.com slash popfam, enter the code popfam at checkout. That's P-O-P-F-A-M, Organifi.com slash popfam. Enter the code POPFAM at checkout. You get 20% off all their products. So I'm a big fan of their greens juice as my insurance policy. Gold juice is kind of like my wind down drink. I've been taking their immunity lately um, just to make sure I don't get sick. I've been traveling a decent amount lately. So just covering myself. As you can tell, everything that I do, it's kind of like this little insurance policy. And it, and it just really makes me feel better about the fact that if I can't get my, my veggies in. I know I'm covered. I've got my greens drink. Uh, my green juice. So check it out, Organifi.com slash popfam, enter code popfam at checkout, get yourself hooked up with 20% off and thank me later. So that's my second. So number one, protein with every meal. Number two, two servings of veggies per day. 
the third nutritional rule to live by. And this one, I can, I can feel it. There's going to be some buttholes that tighten on this one. It's going to be some people screaming in their seats. Um, and that is don't drink your calories. I know I said it. Don't drink your calories. It's, uh, that shit adds up so quickly and it's such a waste. Now, there are some, I would say, exceptions to the rule. Like all rules, there has to be exceptions to the rule. Otherwise, it's not a rule. Um, so the exception to the rule is protein shake, right? Drinking your calories, totally fine. Um, or if you're having like... It doesn't have to be a zero calorie drink, right? Like if you're getting a coffee and you have a little, a little creamer in there, whatever, and it's like 30 calories worth, it's not a big deal. I think you understand the point, which is don't drink a lot of your calories. Like having like juice and soda and alcohol, those calories add, and it's a lot of calories in a very small amount of liquid. So if you just keep that decision in mind, like, I'm probably drinking a lot of calories and you cut back on that. It'll make a huge difference. If you just live by that rule of like, for the most part, we don't drink our calories. Now, do I drink alcohol? Absolutely. Do I, I don't ever really drink juice. <laughs> so I can't say that I drink juice, but alcohol, absolutely. I drink alcohol, but like 99% of my life, maybe 95, I should say percent of my life, I don't drink any calories. It's such a waste to me. Uh, if I'm drinking something like juice or soda and there's just, it's just a calorie punch that does nothing for me. So I would much rather get my calories from food. Now, when I am drinking alcohol, I look at it for the most part as like, I'm going to drink responsibly in terms of the, the, caloric load that comes in those drinks. So I'm typically a vodka and club soda type of person. Just give me a lime, squeeze the lime in there. I'm good to go. Now, it doesn't mean that I don't like my fun drinks. I'm a big fan of fun drinks. You might catch me with a pink drink here and there. I love a good fancy pink drink with all the syrups and all the shit that you want to throw in there. Do it up. But that is the rarity. That's the exception. That doesn't happen very often. Most of the time, just hit me with a straight vodka club soda or maybe a glass of wine. Very simple, but it's limited. Okay. So if you still live by this rule of not drinking your calories, like some people wake up and the first thing they drink is like this crazy, sugary, syrupy coffee drink. And it's like 400 calories in a coffee drink. And then they have like some, some juice or maybe a soda. And like, next thing you know, you're at over a thousand calories of, of liquid calories that did nothing for you, provided no value. So I think it's a good rule. Like anything, there, there needs to be exceptions. You're not going to bat a thousand with any of these. These are just cognitive shortcuts. These are pillars. These are rules to live by. Of course, there's going to be a time and a place where the rule goes out the window, but it's okay because if you remember these things, you actually implement, it may sound simple, but if it's simple, then just do it and show me that it's simple. So that's number three. Number one, 
protein with every meal. Number two, two servings of veggies per day. Number three, don't drink your calories. Number four, cook most of your food at home. Again, going out to eat. I love it. I'm a foodie at heart. I love to try different foods. I love to travel. I love to try foods when I'm traveling. Mel and I go on date night. We have a set plan of how many date nights we want to accomplish. Like that's actually one of our goals as a, as a couple is to accomplish a certain number of date nights every single month. We go out and we enjoy ourselves. We typically have some drinks. We eat delicious food. We very rarely go out to eat and like only get some like protein and veggies and we're like super dialed in. Most of the time we just eat what we want to eat. Don't even think about it. So there's always an exception. However, for the most part, you should be cooking most of your food at home. When you dine out, when you get your Uber Eats, there's so much shit that's put in that food that you don't even know is there. And a lot of times people are like, I don't understand. Like I'm, not, I'm only eating like three meals a day. I'm not eating that much, but yet you're ordering out like four to five times a week. You're having like four to five meals that are either, you know, Uber Eats or dining out or whatever. Like that shit adds up all the oils and butter and shit that they put in um, that they cook with. It adds up. So, as a general rule, as a general principle, cook most of your meals at home. It, it's a great practice. It's a great thing to learn to be able to. And look, I am as basic as it gets. So, anybody that has the excuse, of I'm I'm not a good cook, you can you can just drop that shit right now because I'm not a good cook. I'm basic. I'm basic AF, and I still get it done. And I actually enjoy it. I throw some stuff in the air fryer. I throw some stuff on a pan, and boom, it's like ten minutes. Literally, that's all it takes. I cook dinner every night. I don't need more than fifteen minutes for dinner. It's like twelve minutes for the veggies in the air fryer. Um, whatever protein goes in the pan, that's about 10 minutes. And then whatever carb, like usually we have jasmine rice, which is like three minutes in the microwave or some other kind of potato, which is maybe like six minutes in the microwave. Super basic. It's easy. You should get good at it, or at least not necessarily good at making these elaborate recipes to just become efficient at preparing your own meals, cook your meals at home. If I had to put a number on it, let's just say seven days out of the week, three to four meals per day. So that's like 21 on the low end and let's say 28 on the high end, you know, like split the difference maybe. So let's just call it 25 meals. Um, you should be having at least 23 of those meals that you're preparing. If you're 21 meals, 19, right? So give yourself a little bit of room. 19 meals out of 21 that you are preparing at home, that you're cooking, you know what's actually going in the food that you're consuming. And then if you want to enjoy yourself, you've got a couple meals to, uh, to dine out, to dine, you know, order in, whatever your thing is. Um, it's, it's something that's worth living by. So that's rule number four. Number one, we've got uh, protein at every meal. Number two, we've got two servings of veggies per day. Number three, we've got don't drink your calories. Number four, we've got cook most of your meals at home. And number five, 
Number five, everyone's going to be mad at me. Number five, everybody is going to be mad at me. Number five is when you are snacking, do not eat directly out of the bag or the container or the box. Pull out a fucking serving and then put the shit away. If you don't track, that's okay. Take some out, however much you want to consume. Put it in a little bowl. Put the fucking bag away and then consume what you pulled out. It's not that complicated. Mindless eating gets us in trouble. So we have this cognitive shortcut or rule to live by. If I'm going to get a snack, I'm going to pull out a serving or a portion or or like I'm just going to, if I'm not tracking, I'm just going to take out how much I want to consume and put it in a bowl. And then I'm going to put the bag away. I'm going to put the box away. I'm going to put the container away, whatever it is. It doesn't matter what, if it's pretzels, if it's chips, if it's M&Ms, like who the fuck cares? You pull out a little bit, you put it in a bowl, or if you're tracking, you measure a serving and then you put it away. And after you eat that, hopefully you've had a time, you've had time to get yourself back into a mindful state. And then you're like, okay, I'm good. I got my fix. Or you're like, you know what? I'm not good. I want a little bit more. So you go in and you either weigh out another serving or you pull out another little, however much you want, if you're not tracking and you repeat the same process, it's much, you're you're just kind of buying yourself time to get more mindful. And it's a quick shortcut. Like, don't just pick shit out of the cabinet, out of the bag, or don't just pull shit off of your kid's plate. If you want some of it, take some aside, however much you want. Like, actually consider that. Like, it's not an untrackable, not calorie free, just because it's mindless, just because it's habit. We have to bring awareness to these things. These are the habits that typically hold people back. There's a reason why studies show that people underestimate the amount of calories that they consume by 50%. That is crazy. And this isn't like people being dishonest. This is legitimate reporting saying what they thought they ate and trying to recount everything and being 50% under. That's crazy. But it's because of things like this. It's because of the mindful, mindless eating, the mindless snacking, the drinking your calories. These are all the reasons why that happens. So we have these rules, these cognitive shortcuts, these cognitive shortcuts, these bumpers to keep us in our lane, to make it easier, simple, right? So we know, okay, I'm going to eat protein at every meal. I'm going to get in two servings of veggies per day. I'm not going to drink my calories. I'm going to cook most of my meals at home. And I'm not going to snack directly out of the bag. I'm going to pull out a serving or a portion. That's it. Those are my five. You live by those pillars. You live by those rules and you will make a lot of progress and it will almost feel too easy. You're like, oh, this is like the cheat code to life. It is. It's the nutritional cheat code. Like I said, there's other habits that I would, if I'm talking overall health, but right now I'm just talking about nutrition. These are the nutritional cheat codes that you can live by. I actually like cheat codes better than rules. So we're going to call it the nutritional cheat code handbook, the top five cheat codes that you need. 
like up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, A, B, A, B, select, start. If anybody remembers that, then you're probably the same age as me. We're getting kind of old. Um, that was that was my shit. Anyway, that's your cheat code. Protein at every meal, two servings of veggies a day. Don't drink your calories. Cook most of your food at home. Don't snack directly out of the bag. Pull out a serving, pull out a portion, and you are good to go. Um, as always, I love to hear some feedback. If, uh, if you live by these rules, let me know. If you're going to start living by these rules, let me know. I would love to hear your thoughts. Which one resonated the most with you? Which one is the biggest struggle for you? If you struggle with one of these things, let me know. I've got methods for days to help you, to help you overcome some of these habits that you want to overcome, to help you improve and change your behavior and change your mindset. We've got a million different strategies. So if you're struggling with one of these, let me know. Reach out on Facebook. It's just my name, Michael Milner on Facebook. And on Instagram, it's at coach underscore Mike underscore Milner. I respond to all messages. So hit me up. Let me know what resonated with you. Let me know what you're struggling with. And I will talk to you guys very soon.